0: Having this group that I know is totally supportive, that knows what I'm dealing with, that knows me, that is so valuable.
1: Have you ever thought about how wonderful it would be to meet regularly with a group of entrepreneurs who not only become your great friends, but also who understand you, who understand the challenges you face on your entrepreneurial journey, and who are there to support you and encourage you to keep moving forward even when the going gets tough, and who you can celebrate your wins with? We are going to hear how Magda discovered all this and more through participating in a Progress Pod. Hi i'm richard relston welcome to focus on progress the podcast for you the online membership owner who wants to see more progress in your business in your life and in the lives of those you lead in this episode i talk with magda tyrian knitting extraordinaire and founder of magdamakes.com Magda started knitting as a kid using a couple of sticks and some yarn her love of knitting has grown over the years and she now has a course and membership that encourages others to pursue their love of knitting Magda has participated in a number of progress pods in a couple of different courses and memberships and we chat about the encouragement to keep making progress that she has received from connecting regularly with other entrepreneurs it was also fascinating to hear how Magda is using the Next Tiny Step method to develop an action oriented mindset that also helps her to overcome the overwhelm, not just in her business, but in other areas of her life as well. This single idea has the potential to make a massive difference in your life and in the lives of those you lead. Welcome Magda to the podcast. It's great to have you here today.
0: Thank you, Richard. It's wonderful to be here.
1: So just as we get going, um, can you tell us all a little bit about yourself and what you're passionate about and what drives you?
0: Well, my name is Magda of magdamakes.com and what drives me and what I'm passionate about is knitting and helping knitters to expand their skills, their knowledge and their confidence because I think that confidence is such a huge hamper uh, there's not a whole lot in knitting that's actually difficult right. once you get your head around it.
1: I see that as a little different from my perspective, but you're obviously really, really good at this. And I have seen some of the things that you've made, rugs you've made, and it's pretty they're pretty amazing, Magda.
0: I didn't say they're not complex and they don't require uh, concentration and sometimes... Swearing and sometimes a timeout. Uh, But once you understand them, you can get past those hurdles.
1: Right. And so tell me a little bit about the people that you work with.
0: I love to work with really passionate knitters who may have some, um, some blocks because they think they can't do certain things. And I love to take a concept basically I'm super lazy and I will happily work for six weeks to save ten minutes of time on a project right and uh, to find the most efficient and the easiest way to do something and I love passing that on to my knitters
1: Wow yeah and I, I bet they really appreciate that so if we kind of work to wind the clock way way back what first got you interested in knitting
0: Well, my very first experience with knitting was a disaster. It wasn't knitting. It involved two sticks and yarn, (laughs) but I don't know what it was, but it was a disaster. Um, That's when I was a kid, and then when I was about 19 in uh, university, I taught myself to knit out of a knitting book. It was a an American style or British style knitting book, but I taught myself continental because that's how I had always watched the people that I knew knit because I'm from the Czech Republic. Um, And I fell in love and I totally embraced it. I sort of moved in and out of knitting uh, and in between all the crafts and all the things. I've done bookbinding, I've done quilting, I've done art quilts and multimedia, I've done jewelry design, (laughs) you name it, I've done it. Uh, But then I came back to knitting and I really fell in love with it fully about 10 years ago, because it's so portable that I can actually get stuff done. All the other things are fabulous. But you have to go to a dedicated place and set out a dedicated time. Whereas knitting, it's so portable. And so I actually get things finished. Yay.
1: Getting things finished is, is a great feeling, right? And with it something like really knitting, is. I mean, I know with, uh, with my wife and with my mum and my mother-in-law and sister-in-law, they're all great knitters. And uh, there is such a satisfaction in completing something like a garment especially for for little kids a little baby garment and then seeing them wear it and the little booties and the little hats and gloves and things like that it's it's just a delight and uh and people really appreciate those kind of handmade or the love that goes into a handmade garment
0: well one would hope they appreciate it and if they don't they only get one
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so um so i think you and i met Oh, possibly around about a year ago, through a membership uh, that you were involved in. Uh, two years ago now?
0: Almost. Almost,
1: Almost two, two years, years ago. Wow. Well, it's been a wonderful uh, two years, Magda. So you, can you tell us a little bit about the membership that you were involved in and what led you to uh, get involved in a Progress pod Accountability group?
0: Well, I was looking for a way to uh, to build my facebook presence i'm not huge on on social media and so i wasn't very comfortable with social media and really what i wanted to do was form a group in facebook and i came across sandra i don't even know how i came across so you her were in her so, course
1: so you were creating a group on facebook for what reason
0: to nurture my audience and to bring them together i had a group before the and this uh, was for knitters, before I right? started. is for this... knitters right for knitters yep yeah. I had a group it was pathetically small it was almost non-existent um, and I just didn't know how to go about growing it or nurturing it or any of that I sort of didn't want to bug people and it was the instead of nurturing them I sort of ignored them, not because I wanted to ignore them, but because I wasn't sure how to interact with this online community.
1: Right. Right. And so that's when you came across this membership. So tell us a little bit more about that.
0: Well, I came into the membership through uh, Sandra's Facebook group course, which was excellent. And then after the course, she opened up the membership to the people who had been in the course and Sandra's leadership is great. So I decided that this would be a really good opportunity and I joined the membership and it was, it's such a, uh, it's a very positive experience. Sandra is so knowledgeable in so many things. And then when the progress pods, actually the progress pod started in the course. And I kind of missed those when when the course was over, so I was really glad when they popped up in the membership because I found them very, very valuable.
1: Okay, so then you connected in with a progress pod. And tell me a little bit about that and your involvement or your participation in a progress pod.
0: Well, um, the progress pod, I thought sort of before I I went to one. I figured it was going to be like an accountability group, which is great. And, you know, I have been in accountability groups that have worked really well, very, very small ones. Usually two people work really well for an accountability group. So I wasn't sure how well it would work with uh, a number of us, but it's not just an accountability group. And what I really love about it is how how very focused, And small the tasks are often I'll go into my accountability group. I'll say, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and well, they're big tasks and they don't always get done. Whereas with the progress pod, you have really helped me hone down most weeks to be able to come up with truly a, a small task that I know that I can achieve or that I would have achieved if I had if I hadn't decided that it wasn't really the next task. So it's very rare that I don't either achieve the task or, sorry, not achieve the task, but that I don't do what I say I'm going to do. And most of the time when that occurs, it's because, um, other priorities, um, took over and I made a conscious decision not to do that.
1: Right. So, In that you're talking about, or I hear you starting to say that you're becoming, beginning to become more conscious of the next tiny steps that you're actually taking. Tell us a little bit more about that.
0: Well, every once in a while, I notice that I don't do that. Uh, (laughs) But most of the time, I'm much more conscious and much more focused on, oh, yes, I'm not trying to achieve a big thing. I'm not trying to get the next, you know, the next. Um, whatever done. I'm just trying to start. Just trying to start. And once you start, you're well on your way. And, you know, I've heard that so many times in other places. But having that weekly meeting and having that focused time to not only talk about what you did last week, what you're going to do this week, but also talk about the wins. And I think that's huge, too, right. uh, because sometimes you feel like you haven't had any wins. And when you're forced to to say what your win is, you go, oh, well, maybe, you know, this worked out and we're so busy and we have so many things to do and so many things go continuously wrong when you are an entrepreneur, that it's sometimes really, really easy to totally forget that you've made huge strides and you've come a long way. So that's really good too. But also focusing on that next tiny task, just, it eases the overwhelm. I don't have to worry about all the 5,000 things I really should get done tomorrow because I'm not going to. But if I focus on that one tiny task, that's doable.
1: Again, I hear you saying things like, you know, sharing your wins with others in the group. Have you found that inspiring? Can you tell us a little bit more about the relationships you've built with people and, and having those other conversations with other people and hearing what other people are doing and achieving and the next tiny steps they're taking, the progress they're making? Is that something that you find valuable?
0: I have made some incredible friends through the progress part and... The group, while those tiny tasks and, you know, yeah. saying that we've done it, sharing our wins, that's hugely valuable. But having this group that I know is totally supportive, that knows what I'm dealing with, that knows me, that is so valuable. And because it's a small group, it's, it's intimate and it really helps uh, solidify solidify the friendship right and and the support and i think one of the the other things that i really love about the pod is you know sometimes we'll be going oh this terrible thing happened and this terrible thing happened and we'll be supporting each other and we'll look we're looking for each other's wins because again sometimes we don't see those wins so it's good to have other people looking for them because you can always find other people's wins much more easily than you can your own.
1: That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I've noticed that a lot. And and often in my involvement uh, with the progress pods and and leading them, it's it's often so easy for me to see what somebody else's next tiny step should be. And yet to see my own can sometimes be quite a challenge. And even as a leader, I've had uh, the participants in the pods, suggest some things to me, give me some advice. And it's like, oh my goodness, that was just a blinding flash of the obvious. Why on earth could I not see that? Have you had an experience like that?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think both ways, you know, (laughs) I'm in two different progress pods. And, you know, I, I see that all the time. And like you said, we don't see our own our own blind spots. We we don't always see the way for ourselves, but it's so much easier to see the way for somebody else, always. So yes, um, I experienced that a lot. Like, I'll, I'll call somebody on. Well, you know, that's not a tiny task. That's a goal. You need to refine that. And then 10 minutes later in the same meeting, I'm saying my next tiny task is to get three emails out. No, that's not a next tiny task. And you know, 10 minutes earlier, I was pointing that out to somebody else. So yeah, there's definitely that.
1: Right, yeah. And it's funny how we change the rules for ourselves, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, we know exactly what we should be doing um, and we'll tell somebody else that, but we'll definitely change the rules for ourselves.
0: But also, I think we just don't see it. Um, you know, it's like we, we're we so focused on getting these three emails or this next thing done that that's what I need to do. And it's helpful to have somebody else go, uh, yeah, but that's too big. It's too much. Focus on the next tiny task.
1: Right. Yeah, right. So how have you found that the progress or, or have you found that the progress pod has actually enhanced... Uh, the value of Sandra's membership for you.
0: Sandra's membership is great. Uh, her advice is amazing, and you know, in the larger group that is her membership, uh, in the calls we have some great friendships and some great uh, support and. Again, some of the same things that we were talking about here. We can see each other's solutions sometimes much more clearly than our own. But the small group that is uh, the progress pod is much more focused. Sandra's calls help us with the strategizing. The progress pods are helpful with the implementation.
1: Right. And so literally the progress pods help you make progress.
0: Literally, yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> right, okay. So j- just another thing I've been thinking about with the mindset or the thinking around Progress Pods, have you found that this idea of the kind of next tiny step, the next tiny step method, the next tiny step mindset, has that um, flowed over into other areas of your life other than just in your business area?
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, when I'm getting overwhelmed with anything, I sort of go, okay, what's my next tiny step? When am I going to do it? Sometimes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, sometimes I completely forget, especially if I'm feeling really overwhelmed. But uh, much of the time I am sort of going, yeah, okay, that's what I need to do. So don't focus on everything else and just focus on the next tiny step.
1: Yeah. And it is one of the things that we talk about a lot. Um, I'm sure I've said this to you in our meetings many times that, you know, we all have a goal setting mindset. We all have dreams, aspirations, hopes, desires that tomorrow will be better than today and that we're going to make progress. And that is hugely valuable. One of the things that we're trying to do in the progress pod is help people develop a action oriented mindset. So that, yes, I do have those dreams and aspirations, hopes, those goals for my future, but also now I can actually take action on those now just with a, just figuring out what my next tiny step is and and just getting on and doing that. It, it yeah. does make a big impact, doesn't it?
0: It does. And it really helps with the overwhelm. It, it really helps to keep the overwhelm at bay because... We all know that being an entrepreneur is just much of the time, very overwhelming.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a a challenge and a lot of uncertainty.
0: Okay. So Magda,
1: thanks. Thanks for having this chat with us and telling us about your experience of being in a progress pod and how it's impacted your life um, in a really positive way. What would you say to somebody who was thinking about joining a pod or having pods involved in their membership?
0: I think it's, invaluable, especially if you have sort of a goal oriented course or membership where um, someone is trying to achieve a very specific result. Unfortunately, just paying for a course or a membership does not give you the results that you paid for. You actually have to do the work and you have to do it consistently and over time and i know that we have all been there where we've paid a lot of money for a course we get about halfway through it we get overwhelmed and somehow we keep meaning to get back to it but somehow don't and with the progress pod even if you aren't even if you're quote unquote behind the progress pod will keep you moving forward and if the progress pod can continue, especially even after a course is over, or during over the course of the membership, I think you can make huge strides toward whatever goal you're trying to achieve with that program or that course.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I've seen that in, in numerous uh, memberships and courses over the last few years. Well, Magda, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been absolutely wonderful to get to know you a little bit better and find out a little bit more about your membership in the knitting area. If people wanted to connect with you, how, how can they do it? What's the easiest way for them to connect with you?
0: Well, there are two ways. One, you can go to my website, magdamakes.com, or you can find me on on Facebook, Magda Therrien, and I do have an amazingly wonderful, vibrant Facebook group full of amazing knitters in there. You can come on over and join us.
1: Great. Well, we'll, we'll link those in the show notes uh, for people who are interested in having a look. Thanks so much, Magda. Really appreciate you joining us today.
0: Thank you, Richard. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. <music>
1: It's fascinating to hear the stories about how being in a progress pod and applying the next tiny step method is helping people like Magda make consistent progress. I was also interested to hear that as she is continuing to develop her action orientated mindset, she is not just seeing progress in her business, she is also experiencing massive progress in other areas of her life as well. If you'd like to find out more about what Magda is up to, please check out her links below. As I'm sure you've realized, I'm passionate about helping people make progress. One of the ways I do this is through helping membership owners and course creators set up pod accountability groups that use the next tiny step method. If you'd like to find out more about our progress pod accountability group system and how it can help you increase your membership retention, go to richardrelston.com. There's a link in the show notes below. You can also connect with me on Instagram at richardrelston And if you've heard something in this episode that you thought was interesting, helpful, or valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you would take the next tiny step and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review over there. You might also like to share this podcast with a friend. And please remember to hit that subscribe button. And until next time, remember to use the next tiny step method to help you focus on progress, because it's your tiny steps taken consistently over time that will enable you to produce massive results.